Welcome to Updates from the Middle of Nowhere. I'm Liren. So I just recorded a podcast and realized that I had repeated some of the things I said in my last podcast. Oh my goodness. Is anyone else struggling with this whole quarantine thing affecting your mental acuity? Because goodness, it is really affecting mine and it's really bothering me. So I don't know. I got to figure out how to do something about that. I'm hoping that the creativity of the RPG a day project will help. I suspect it will. So I just wanted to throw up a quick episode to say that I'm not going to be podcasting about much else besides the RPG a day because we're going to be, you know, using up all of our free time doing that, I think, but I'm really looking forward to it. But I wanted to say, if we do get an update on the house, I will hop in and just uh, leave a little short snippet just to keep you guys posted. I don't expect there to be one. You know, um, I think our appraisal was due to be done today. So if I don't hear anything, I'll contact them tomorrow. But, you know, who knows? At, At this point, At this point, the house feels like some kind of, you know, mythological mirage or something. We'll see what happens. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just trying to stay positive. Uh, I just dropped my granddaughter off back at home after having her for almost two weeks, which was really fun. You know, uh, it's funny to me when we see her all the time because we're full-time childcare for them and her and her sister. And It is so interesting to me how different she is when we get her for an extended period of time. When her sister goes with her dad, we get my granddaughter for that time. And she was so relaxed and happy and, and just, you know, happy to be outside, happy to be doing her own thing. It was wonderful. She didn't wake up crabby once. I mean, one thing that happens all the time is that she wakes up really crabby and I did not miss that. Let me tell you. So uh, another thing, I don't know if any of you have chickens. I know that Colin has talked about the fact that his mom has chickens. But uh, if any of you have any idea why uh, our chickens have gone from laying seven to nine eggs a day to only laying like three or four. And maybe that's normal. I don't know. I don't know if it's the heat because, you know, like I mentioned last time, there's been a lot of heat. Could be the great big storms. We have been having them almost every day. It's been kind of crazy. I don't know. I'm wondering, though, if it isn't that they get the rinds from the watermelons that we eat. And when my granddaughter was here, uh, my older son stayed the night. Uh, Let's see. Last week he spent, well, he was there Tuesday most of the day, Wednesday about half the day. He spent the night Wednesday night and was there Thursday. And then he did that again this week. So, I don't know, you know, we cut end up cutting up like a watermelon a day. We They're not giant ones from the grocery store. They're smaller, like round ones. And they're yellow and orange and red. Like, I mean, not a combination of them, but you know, there are yellow ones and orange ones and red ones. And so um, th- consequently, the chickens are getting a ton of watermelon rinds. And I'm wondering if that is what's causing them to lay less eggs. I'm not sure. I don't know. You know, uh, last year in the heat of the summer, they were laying eggs and it didn't seem to slow them down much. So we would have a random day here and there. I, of course, expect that to have, you know, random days when you just get less eggs, you know, whatever. I don't expect the poor things to lay an egg every day. But it is pretty crazy when we're getting like three eggs multiple days in a row. That is not normal. So I don't know. We'll find out because now that my granddaughter has gone home, I don't know that we'll be eating quite as much watermelon. (laughs) I'm tempted actually to put all the watermelon rinds in the compost pile this week and just see if it makes a difference. I don't know. We'll see. So anyways, I just wanted to touch base one last time before RPG a day starts and we're all caught up in that, you know, wrapped up in that. 
Uh, I hope that everyone is doing well. I hope that you're surviving all this quarantine stuff. I'm, I don't know, you know, in some ways I'm over it. And in some ways I'm just so frustrated with humanity that I want to scream half the time. And I, I try, I do try not to be political on this podcast. I know I talk about all sorts of, you know, off the wall things, but I do try not to just directly have political conversations on here. But let me tell you, it gets hard sometimes. And some of the stuff that's been happening lately, I just am like smacking my forehead on a daily basis. So <sighs> we're all in it together. I have to remember that. That's the thing that scares me in some ways. <laughs> I hope everyone is doing well. I hope you're getting in lots of gaming. I am loving all the gaming we're doing. Um, we are switched back to Monster of the Week, hopefully this upcoming week. And uh, this last week, we actually played uh, for the Queen. A couple of players were out unexpectedly from our regular weekly game. So we used the Roll20 for the Queen. And we had a lot of fun playing that. I like that game. You know, the interesting thing about that game is who you're playing with makes a huge difference, of course. And uh, this was the first time I think, gosh, I played it twice on Roll20. Jeff and I have played some together. We played some when we bought it at Dexcon last year. So uh, I have played a few times. And this was the first time I played with people who really just went over the top. And there was a lot of humor. It wasn't silly, but it was, you know, it was funny. And, and I enjoyed it so much. I have enjoyed every time I played that game. So anyway, it's a really simple premise and a really fun game. And there are so many spinoffs of it now. And, you know, the creator of it actually embraces the spinoffs, which I think is great. So I will be back. You'll hear a lot from me this month. And then I don't know how much I'm going to be talking after that when we're back to doing the kids schooling with them and everything. Oh my gosh, I'm hoping that goes more smoothly. Pretty please. <laughs> I'm hoping the school offers more content instead of just giving them links to things to do. I'm hoping they get some FaceTime with their teachers and stuff. So anyway, wish us luck with that. I hope everyone is having a good day and enjoying all your games. And I'll be back soon. I almost forgot to mention that I have a couple of messages. So I've been receiving messages when I've been putting out episodes, but they've been really personal, so I haven't published them. But I got a couple that I'm going to go ahead and publish. So uh, the first two are from Jason over at Nerds RPG Variety Cast. And one is about uh, his plans for RPG a day, which is exciting. I'm glad that he's doing it too. And the second one is actually a message from his dogs. I don't know if you've been listening to my podcast for a long time, you know that I love messages from people's pets. So if you have a pet that likes to talk or purr or meow or bark or you name it, uh, I would love to receive a recording of that. I need to get some more recordings of my very silly pug and I need to get some recordings of my little guinea pigs because, oh my gosh, I love guinea pig sounds. I know that's ridiculous, but I really do. It's hard to record them, you know, other than when they're hungry and they do that really high pitch week, week, week thing. And I'm not really sure you guys want to hear that. Although if you want to hear something based on it, you should listen to Plunderground's Sound Effector the Rust Monster because Ray said that he actually based that on guinea pig. You know, it, it's a mix in is guinea pig sounds. So, and having guinea pigs, I knew it when I heard it. I was like, oh yeah, that there's some guinea pig in there. <laughs> so anyway, all right, here's Jason's messages. And then uh, I'll be back again at the end of them. Hey, Laren, Jason here. Of course, I want to use your guys' clips and bumpers and things. Please add me to that. I think there's a slight chance you might have my email address. Um, if you need me to resend it, I will. But 
I have faith in you. Also, I wanted to mention that, yeah, when you talked about Jess' project, what you're going to do, or I'm sorry, what you're going to do on Updates from All Nowhere, because Tomb of All Dooms is going to be the daily word, right? So what the other one you're talking about did remind me of what TJ did, where you did the crafted a story together, which is really cool. I, I had forgotten all about RPG Day Month. I missed it last year. I started our podcasting after it started, so I was looking forward to doing it this year. I wish it wasn't so close to the deadline because I would do something neat like that. But I think because I have so much going on, I'll probably just do the word of the day. I, I don't think I'm going to do something weird and creative because I, I just don't think I have time to organize that ahead of time. But thank you so much for the reminder, and please add me in. What's that gadget? No, you guys don't perform well on camera. Sorry. Next, I have a message from Colin, our resident gardener, about basil. So I talked about um, lemon basil and making sauce out of it. So I have actually bought a couple more lemon basil plants, and they are doing really well. I've made a couple batches now. The thing is that making that sauce takes so much basil. I ordered some seeds for lemon basil so that next year I can grow even more of it. The trouble is it's kind of a pain in the neck because... If you want your plant to keep creating leaves all summer long, I'm sure I've already talked about this, but I'm going to just say it again. You have to cut off the little flowers before they bloom. Uh, Because once they bloom, then the plant's like, oh, I'm done doing my job. I can stop making leaves and all that because I've, you know, made my babies, right? So I think, I don't know. I know that at our farmer's market, he grows it and then he'll sell it even when it has some flower heads on it. And now he stopped selling it for the season now. Because of course, you know, once it goes to to um, flowering and seeding, then it stops growing as, as um, uh, eagerly or, you know, uh, vigorously. So I don't know if next year I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing now, which is grooming the plants I have and just thinning them out by stealing branches out of them to make sauce. But it takes so freaking much basil that I'm really thinking I might just succession sow and put in like a long narrow strip of them and just take the whole plant when I go to harvest to make the sauce. I don't know. You know, that's one of those conundrums. We'll see. I, I also, I can't really plan ahead until our house is in and I, and everything is settled and I can start building raised beds or, you know, like actually laying out where things are going to end up. Because while I have stakes where the house is going to end up, I can't really, I don't know. I like can't quite get my head around that. Anyways, that was a long tangent about to say Thank you very much for the message, Colin. That is so fascinating about sacred basil. I wonder if what you're talking about is something we call holy basil. It's a smaller basil plant and it has little teeny tiny leaves. And I actually bought one of those. The taste of it is really strong. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, that basil is also called Tulsi and they make tea out of it, I believe, in India. So anyways, um, let me know if I have that right. I think I do, but I'm not sure. I mean, sacred basil might be a completely different thing than what we call holy basil over here. All right, here's Colin's message. Have a good one, guys. I'm not going to come back and bother you again after it, but I really appreciate the messages. And uh, if you have any gardening advice or you want to gush about your plants, I'm always happy to listen to that as well. All right, talk to you later. Glad you're getting some enjoyment from your garden, though, Liren. Um Basil's quite an interesting plant, I guess. I mean, all plants are, are interesting. You've, you've got some good varieties going there. If uh, if we bring basil indoors in this country, 
and keep cutting it. You can normally get a couple of years or more out of it, but outdoors we have to treat it as an annual really it it doesn't like too much wet it doesn't like cold doesn't like frost so it's not a great one for us in the uk sounds like you've got more options for different varieties there um the sacred basil is an interesting one and i knew a, an um a hindu girl who was doing all sorts of uh, research and study into that sacred basil uh very fascinating plant i said i wasn't going to come back and bother you again but i have an addendum i forgot to mention that jason from rpg or or nerds rpg variety cast asked me to do a reading for him and i had so much fun doing that it's in the episode where he also interviews carl which is a really great episode that i would encourage you to go listen to um you know it's really interesting to hear people talk to other people who they're playing games with and and hear like the excitement in their voice about the game they're playing and stuff. I really enjoy that. It, it means more to me right now to hear people happy about doing things together, you know, <laughs> with, with us all being so physically far apart. So especially, I think that is one of the things I really love about the Anchor community. And I have missed you guys so much. It's almost like um, I have just turtled and put my head in my shell and done what I have to do. And I know I've already talked about that. But but anyway, hopefully uh, we're, you know, on the other side of that. Wish me luck. <laughs> All right. Back soon.